Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on our very first podcast, also uploaded on YouTube of Someone Fix This. You guys know Larry Miller. My name is Mac Miller, and we are so excited uh, to get this started. And we're going to be talking about uh, why people are no longer going to church anymore. Now, before we get into any of this at all, um, I want to give a shout out uh, to actually yeah. graphics uh, my girlfriend hannah actually helped make these wonderful professional pretty sweet uh, shirts right yeah, here and like it. uh there's a young man in the back named tyler uh, who pushed this through and really got it going so i, I just want to give a personal shout out to him thank you so much thanks tyler uh, thank you tyler uh and so with that um the other thing i want to say before we start is we are not creating this to uh, step on any heads or um be judgmental or think what you're doing is wrong these are strictly just our opinions um we very well could be wrong um we've been known to be wrong before and it will probably you happen have again been no known just to me be wrong. just me i'm sorry yes. you're right yes. yes me yes um and and i want to get that out of the way so if there's something that you don't agree on you don't have to listen or we can both disagree together and still be friends hopefully that's that's what i would like so without further ado um, we're going to jump right into this. Actually, I do want to say, tell us a little bit about you and why we are doing this. Because we've been talking about it for a long time. We wanted yeah. to do this for a couple years and we were going, ah, I don't yeah. know. But one of the reasons why I wanted to do it is because you've been speaking for a very long time. So yeah. how long have you been speaking? Well, for over, over 30 there? years, uh, I've started in the, in the fitness industry and what, you know, the goal was wanting to help people. And, um, through that, uh, I ended up, in, in the last few years, I've been a pastor for the last five years. It's kind of a different anomaly, right? From fitness instructor to pastor, but yet very much the same. You know, you're, you're training people to be healthy, and then now you're, you're hopefully trying to train people to be on the right track and to be spiritually healthy. So we, we've started this campaign, if you will. Yes. Someone fix this with all the insanity in the world. Yes. Not that we can fix it, no. but we wanna have a conversation on how can this be fixed, right? Absolutely. Which leads us to the subject of something. Someone fix this right. and yeah. why we're doing it. So how long have you been speaking? You, For over doing 30 this. years. So it's been over 30 yeah, years. 30 so years. We got the guy with knowledge and maybe I'm the humor um, <laughs> that, can, that can get into this. So I'm gonna jump into this. Um, this is where we got, we got this online for, and it was a poll on Google. Actually, our uncle, my uncle, uh, sent yeah. us this and we said, wow, this would be a really good, uh, first episode. So I'm just going to read it to you guys real quick. Um, why are people not going to church anymore in a poll from July of 2023? So that's just this year, over 40 million Americans have stopped attending church in the past 25 years. By the year 2021, 67% of the population says they don't even attend. It's just, it, it's absolutely crazy. So with that, okay. um, we have the main, there's, there's the top six reasons. So hopefully we can knock them out here. Um, the first one that pretty much everybody said, this was the top answer, was church members seem to be judgmental or hypocritical. <laughs> um, which is super true, right? right? Would you right. agree with that? Yeah, I totally agree. So, so totally agree. when I wasn't going to church and I was kind of trying to, you know, find my way and I didn't know, it can be awkward going to church when you go once a year. Or maybe you're the people that go during Easter and, you know, the main holidays with your family and you see people 
there and you're thinking, oh, okay, my is that gosh. judgmental to say they only go on Christmas and Easter <laughs> maybe, already? Maybe. Okay. Should, just we, <laughs> should we stop? <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. Let's go. Let's I, well, I can't edit that, though. We're diving in. We're, We're diving, diving in. in. Let's I'm go. being judgmental. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Um, the people do do that, right? Yeah. yeah. So what would you say, for that being the number one answer, what, what would you take away from that? How would you say Christians are hypocritical, they're judgmental, and why are they being that way, or why people are feeling that way who don't go to uh, church as much? Yeah, uh, it's a fair answer. I mean, it's a fair question. It's also a fair answer for someone to say, why do you not go to church? And is the people are hypocritical, they're going to be judgmental. Like I just was. Some of that, yeah, some of that can be true. But, you know, here's what I know of 40 years of, of training people, helping people in church, is that we are emotional beings. And what we do is that sometimes we can attach um, our own feelings of, so I haven't been to church, I'm not doing this, and you start judging yourself internally. Absolutely. And so I know if I go into the church, immediately they're going to look at me and say, that dude's a sinner. He only comes on Easter. You feel His transparent. Life you must be a mess. And at some level, to be honest with you, uh, you know, we're, we're all a mess at the end of the day. Uh, but to think that, you know, I'm not going to go to church. Here's the thing that blows my mind, if I'm honest. Yeah. So the things we're going to talk about, these six things, it has to do with maybe not going to church. I guess there's another answer is do you have to go to church to even be saved? That could be another someone that's fix a whole, this. Yeah, that's, that's a whole another question. Episode, yeah. But but going to church and keeping you separated from your God, if you really love God, you know, the first commandment, Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And it was actually a lawyer. It was an attorney that asked him, asked him the question. He asked yeah. him this question. He was trying to catch him, right? He was trying to mess him Correct. up and trip him yes. up. And he said, hey, Jesus, out of the 10, tell us the greatest. And Jesus answered, and said, the greatest commandment is that you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest. But he followed it up with, also I say, love your neighbor as yourself. And if you do these two, it takes care of the other eight. Because let's face it, if you love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, well, then you don't kill people. You're going to love people. You don't commit you adultery. Yeah. <laughs> right. You right. don't go out on right. your wife if you start there. So, you know, I think a lot of it is when people uh, make an excuse. I, and I get it. It's a real excuse. Emotionally, they feel it. I'm not going to go to church. I'm going to be judged, etc. Well, I think it's, it's kind of self-baked into them, if you will, of I'm going to be judged. So, therefore... I will allow God, or I will allow people to keep me from God. Let me ask you a question. Do you think, and this does happen, you know, I've been in the industry for 40 years in the fitness industry. Um, I'm sure there's people that say, I'm not going to go to the gym because people judge me. It's possible. Right. But it's still because stopping people... you from going to the gym. And at Correct. the end of the day, here's what I know about the gym. No one gives a rat's rear if you're even there because... They're too busy. They're too. In, they're into taking themselves. selfies. They're, they're into themselves. Selfies. They don't care. So yeah. you know, these are absolute reasons and excuses of why we don't 
maybe serve God or go to church, right? Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Yeah. So when when I would come vaguely, you know, to your guys' church every now and then, in my mind, I was thinking, you know, I'd see somebody that I'd see every couple months, and I'd be like, I know they're thinking I'm the worst human being. I know, and in reality, I'm thinking that person they don't care, like. But it becomes your so reality. But it's very real to me. And right? I'm thinking they're judging me. They, they, they're like, oh, there's Mac, the guy that right. shows up once every time. And I'm like, I'm not coming anymore, you know. Right. Um, and then on the other end, real quick, before we step into the other one, I wanted you to say, you know, coming from, you know, other Christians that are there at church and they see somebody, you know, Janice, who can't get it together um, and, and she'll come once a year or whatever, which is awesome. Um, and she'll, you know, pull a pastor aside or you as a whomever, you know, right, I know you have right. stories and you'll, they'll just, oh say, you know, gosh. I'm just, I'm really struggling. And it's like Janice goes out and parties every Saturday night, just getting lit, you know, just, just crazy. And she's wondering why, you know, life isn't getting together and why, you know, when she does go to church, it isn't helping because she feels like they're hypocrites. So what would you say to somebody like that? Um, I would say to Janice. Janice isn't real, by yeah, the way. So I'm sure there's a Janice out there. Maybe somewhere. there's a Janice out there. I don't, but, I don't know. I don't know the, Janice. But at the end of the day, I, you know, I'm going to have to use scripture. I have to use a story. Is that there was, there was a woman that was caught in the middle of adultery. So first of all, let's back up and say, you know, the question is, Janice is upset why her life isn't together. And she keeps, you know, doing the same thing. Right. Thinking right. Church is going to help. And so, so there's a story. It, biblically to where uh, there was a woman who was caught in the middle of adultery. We're not going to go into all that, but she was thrown at the feet of Jesus. Jesus himself said, where are your, uh, where are your accusers, right? They're gone. And that's, that's the scripture. He that is without sin, judgment, right? Correct. Cast the first stone, right? So we shouldn't do that in church. However, here's the punchline. Jesus at the, at the end, and I'm going to say this unfiltered, Jesus said, go and sin no more. Now, it's impossible to complete that task. Go and sin no more. Well, you can't. Right. What Jesus was saying was, look, lady. Okay, I'm going <laughs> go, to get somebody. Yeah. Look, quit hoeing around. <laughs> quit doing this. Right. And your life will get together. That's what he was asking. He wasn't saying, don't go sin, because that's not, it's impossible right? We're going to sin. We know there's a covering for sin, but he told her, hey, quit doing what you're doing. Get your act together and your life will change. Okay. That's so, good. That's really that helpful. Good. Yeah. That's very helpful. helpful. Probably takes somebody um, off. Am I? Yeah. Um, that's okay. You don't have to listen. Um, so the second one, this will be their second answer is I practice my faith in other ways or I am spiritual. So um, it's... You take this. I'm not judging because I'm not judging (laughs) either. So So this is number two. This is number Number one. I get judged. Yeah. Number two. What? So it says I practice my faith in other ways. So for an example of this is me and Hannah were actually out last weekend. I met somebody very, very sweet, nice lady, um, probably in her 60s. And she was asking me what I do. And I, you know, I I mentioned, sure, I always do. I'm always like, oh, church, because I'm always interested. I like to you know, have conversations with people. And she was like, oh, that's so awesome. And she's like, now, you know, I'm not religious, religious. I'm not a Jesus person, but I am spiritual. And I find uh, uh, almost religion like when I go on a walk, um, 
when I'm at peace at home reading a book. And I think a lot of people maybe prefer doing that over going to church. Right. Um, and I think that's where, I mean, spiritual, you could do a whole episode on spiritual. Um, or, you know, when they say they practice their faith in other ways, I think that, you know, going on the walk or communicating with friends. Right. And they're thinking, I don't want to go to church because it's a mess in there. Um, so and, what, it what, and, and it is. It yeah, is, right? It is, right? I, let's like face people, it. People aren't perfect. It's, it's a right. house full of imperfect people. Um, so what's your take on that? Well, you know, like, there, there's a saying, to live above with saints we love, that would be glory. To live below with saints we know, that's another story, right? Because we're here with people and they drive yeah. you freaking <laughs> crazy. nuts. And yeah. I'm a pastor. I'm going to say it. They just do because we're all crazy people at some level. Here's what I would say is that that individual's right at some level. We are spiritual beings, but the Bible teaches us that we are to forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, whether it's, it's in a church, you know what? And let me stop right there and say this. Listen, if you believe that going to church makes you a Christian standing in this building, going to this building makes you a Christian any more than you standing in your garage makes you a car. So you can right. stand in the middle of your garage and go, I'm a car. Well, you're not a car. And going to this building, this place we call the sanctuary, the tabernacle, the temple, whatever it might be called, it's, it's, um, it's a building, it's brick and mortar. And what makes it a church is the believers that assemble together. And the Bible says that we're to forsake not the assembling, gathering of ourselves together in a group corporately, even the more so as you see that day approaching, which is a whole nother subject. Right. So, you know, you can do things on your own and there's nothing wrong with that, but there's something about gathering together as a group. Something about it. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus had a group of pe uh, people and he fed the 5,000. There was one of the most massive miracles there because a group, there was a massive group of people there. Right. So there's power in numbers. The Bible says if one can put 1,000 to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. And I mean, it's kind of, I'm going to use this analogy, right? If it's okay. You know, yeah. It's only once a year, but the Arnold Classic is right here in Columbus, Ohio. I mean, what an honor, what an amazing thing for Arnold Schwarzenegger to have his event here. Well, once a year I would go, and when I would go, it was a shot in the arm. I was around people that were <laughs> Just, beautiful, right, that right. were fit, that were ridiculously good looking, and uh, that could do one or two things. It could either make you feel really bad about yourself or make you go, I'm going to work harder, right, right? Right. So it encouraged me. So it's important to get around people of like faith. Iron sharpens iron. We encourage one another. So to go out and be a lone ranger on your own, there's times that Jesus went away and prayed. But then there were other times that he's with people because God put us together. We need people with skin on. Right. You know, as a matter of fact, probably going to offend somebody. You go <laughs> do this on your own. And you just like to make walks, long walks in the forest. Well, the next time you need help, see if that tree can help you out. See where that gets you. <laughs> right. Just saying. Yeah, yeah it's going to be hard. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was the second one. So the third one is going to be, 
I don't, this is what people said. I don't know of any good churches and it's, they actually put in quote, right. good right. churches near me. So from my understanding, you know, there's people that I know that really like going into small churches. They don't right. like, they like what they like. Right. They don't, you know, they say they're huge followers of Christ, but they're, they don't want to get in too big, you know, right. uh, they, they don't like that. And that's fine if that's what they're into. And then there's people, they want the mega churches. Um, they want the, I don't, Joel Osteen's or the Stephen Furtick's, whatever. They want the right, lights. They right. want the production. They right. think it's cool. T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes. Yeah. I'm a fan of Stephen Furtick. A lot yeah. of people fan know of me watching Jake. that. Right. You guys might absolutely hate their guts and that's right. fine. That's cool. Um, so what would you say to people that say there's, there's not really any good churches with me? Because when I read that, the first thing I think about would kind of go back to, it feels like an excuse, but it would feel like wherever you go, right. there you are. <laughs> Um, so yeah, pretty you much know, you go to a small church and you go, well, I'll tell you what was wrong with that one. I, I, I don't like that because blah, blah, blah. Right. Then you go to the big one and you go, those lights were, big. I'll tell you what, like that guy, he was wearing Yeezys up there. That was a thousand dollars. I ain't, I'm not, I'm not tithing, you know, I'm not going to that church. So they just end up just going in a circle a bunch, you know, right. they visit a couple and they go, not for me because, and they almost start doing the judgmental part, which is right. So now they're judging. Now they're right. judging, right? Yeah. They're the kind of the church is too small. The music's not good enough. The pastor didn't preach what I wanted him to preach. I'm not learning anything. So then you just don't go, period. And you just you end up in a lull where you don't go for over years. It could be years, right? Yeah. Um. So what would you take? What would you say about that? So there's no good church. You know, I guess. Where I guess I would are. have to ask a question when they say there's. That there's no good churches. So, what does that mean? What What's the I would definition? ask them the question: What's the definition of, of their definition? Their definition of a good church. What does that mean? Well, if somebody were to ask me the definition of a good church, first of all, any church that God is moving in and is making a difference is going to grow at some level. I'm not saying a church mm -hmm. has to have a, a thousand people in it. I'm not saying a church can only have fifty. What I'm saying is, is that the church in the book of Acts, it was added to daily and there were thousands. So the church grew and they were, I get it. They were meeting in homes. They were meeting in temples. They were meeting on hillsides because God was moving. The key is you have to ask yourself, what is a good church? I believe a good church is this. You know, it, it's interesting why we think we do church. Most people go to church. We have this so messed up. More now, more than ever. Right? I mean, did you? And it's it's one of those things where it's a check off the box right. now. So, so I have what to ask a saying? question: Are we the church, or do we go to a church? Because I'm going to say this again, unfiltered. That brick and mortar building could be a strip club as easy as it could be a church. So, the building you're going to right now, if it had a different spirit in it, somebody else was running it, it could be a business. Literally, it could be a strip club. What makes it this is when people who love God and are filled with the spirit of God and know God and want to serve God, they go to this brick and mortar building so that they can meet and make a difference for those that come and outside of that building. Otherwise, it's a place, like you said, you go, I check a box, I went to a church we are the church and as long as we keep using the language of we're going to a church 
You know, Jesus was very clear. He said, you're the temple. Not that place, right. but you are the temple that houses the Holy Spirit. And you are going to say, where two or more are gathered, gathered correct. Yeah. he's there yeah. in the yeah. midst. I love that. We're having church. Right. That's what's happening. So drop that excuse. <clears throat> Be the difference maker. Be the church. Go into a building. And listen, there's all kinds of styles, right? I mean, yeah, I, I personally am not going to go. No offense. I'm not going to go to a church that uses banjos and does country music. This is not my style, American. man. Yeah. Any more than you might go to a church that has drums and guitars. It's really about style. So find a good church. You got to start looking and you got to know what you are looking for. It's like saying, I can't find a good car. Right. Well, what right. kind of car are you looking for? I don't know. Because <laughs> I can help you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for an electric car. What do I want? You know, so you have to know what you're looking for. So when you say, I can't find a good church, the question has to go back to you. What is a good church? What does it look like to you? And let me help you find one. Yeah. That's super good. So that's super good. Um, the next one. Are we at number four? Is, we're at number All four. Right. So All we're right, hanging we're, it out. We're, on. we're, we're on. hanging in there. We're at number four. Maybe we'll just do five. We'll do All the right. top five. All okay. Right. So the fourth one is I've been hurt by church members. And that's probably a huge one. I'm not super familiar with it because I've not worked in a church, um, but I know I've heard stories and I know people get hurt because again, the church is filled with imperfect people. Yeah. So there, there's people that maybe have said things to you, or maybe you've gone into a church and you had those looks and people are just looking maybe at tattoos or maybe you have whatever piercings or, i have tattoos right and i've had people look at me kind of yeah. you know and they're oh, like, I'm sure. oh you go to church like yeah. you know not my you know i wouldn't do that and there's people that think that way and i think that a lot of people and obviously these things cut deeper there's people that have cheated on people there's people that gotten cussed out um there's people that we've seen you know that smoke cigarettes right before they go into church and you know there's just that's right, what church right, is. There's a, right. it's a whole grouping of different people. Um, and when people get hurt that deep, especially when they come to a place where they expect hope, they expect peace, yep. they're looking for answers, they want a hug, you know, they, they want to feel love, they want to feel God in this place. That's what church is, right? So for people not to feel that and feeling hurt, I get that. What, what would you say about people always getting hurt? You know, I, I think. It's it's one of those things where again it goes back to people being imperfect in church. We're humans; things yeah, are going to happen. You had mentioned hope, love, acceptance, um, you know, uh, forgiveness. Uh, actually, we're going to go back to that previous question. That sounds like a good church if there's a place like that. Absolutely. So you know, and uh, Max said, you know, we're we're broken people, and um, if as our expectation should be, we should feel like we can go into a church and be accepted, whether it's the color of our skin or whether we have tattoos or male or female or whatever, whatever the case may be, is that, you know, there's a saying, and I'm sure you've heard it, disappointment is the result of unmet expectations. And when those expectations aren't met, then emotions are attached to that. And those uh, emotions of disappointment generally glean frustration, hurt, anger so um relationships are messy whether they're at church at work uh, at home relationships are going to 
be messy. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm reminded of a story that Jesus told his disciples, uh, he told them that they were going to go out and <clears throat> they were going to minister to thousands and millions of people. And I'm sure they were all excited. And he goes, oh, by the way, he stopped. Yeah. And he goes, oh, by the way, so Jesus knew they were going to be disappointed. He goes, listen, <laughs> right. listen, I know you're Savage. excited about this yeah. good news thing, right? However, not everyone, no, he was setting them up to help them. I want you to know, not everyone is going to receive this. Well, wait a minute. Why wouldn't they? Right. This is great news. He goes, no, no, no. Listen to me. When that happens, don't get frustrated. Kick the dust off your feet and go, go to, to the, the next, next place. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we've got to learn that people are broken. They're hurt. They're going to hurt us. We need to stop and ask the question, what's going on in their life? Why would they... Why do they treat me differently because of the color of my skin? Is it really hate or is it just they don't get it? Right. They just they've been taught something or maybe they've been in a place. Um, I mean, I've had people as a pastor, you know, it, it, even tonight, today, you might lash out, say some things on this podcast. You know what? It's OK. Um, you have number one, you have every right to do that. But if somebody were to personally come up and say something, my first thoughts are, Dude, what's, are you okay? What's going on in your life that you're this angry and frustrated? And when you look deeper, there's something else going on. Right. So if we take a personal, it's going to be personal. Mm -hmm. And I like what you said, where you, you know, kick off the dust, go yeah. to the next town. That place yeah. obviously wasn't for you. And yeah. I mean, one size doesn't fit on yeah, churches, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It just if doesn't. there's one place that's super popular and maybe you see it online and you go, I didn't like that, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to like it. Yeah. Um, so let's let's wrap this up. Let's wrap get it to, up, let, number five. This is number five. This is the last one. Um, and I think a lot of people, I've heard these before. Absolutely. COVID-19 got us to stop going and now have not gotten back into it really. And the people that I know that do that, I mean, it was a lot of people, right? I mean, right. couldn't go. A lot of, right. a lot of church right. shut down, right? Um, and some didn't. And that could maybe be a whole podcast. That was, you know, people are like, the church shouldn't be shut down. Other people saying, yeah, it should oh be. My oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was just a whole ordeal, right? Um, and what happened was, is I think, is a lot of people were like, oh, I can watch online. Um, and online, which is an awesome thing. I've watched. I still watch online every now and then. Um, I'm not perfect. Uh, I'll watch it when I'm tired. I didn't sleep good. And I'm going, you know what? I'm going to watch online. Now, there's people that do it every single Sunday and they go, why, you know, I went to church and I, or right. I didn't go to church. I watched it online. I'm, I'm a follower. Right. And you kind of, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you can get in a rut so fast Yeah. when you stay home, you know, that's a dangerous thing. When you seclude yourself, it goes back to being, you know, spiritual, whatever you're alone, walking alone in the forest yep. you're by yourself. And I just don't think God wants you to do that. He wants you to have community and COVID-19 did a really good job. Um, at shutting friendships down, community down, churches down, and then you get in a rut. And here we are, I don't has three years, three years, four yeah. years, I don't know, three or four I, years. Yeah. Um, that I we, mean, both of us were extremely sick. We were, so we, it was real. We died. We yeah. died and yeah, we, we came died. back. We came back. Yeah. Um, so what, what would you say to people like that where they go, well, you know, after COVID-19, we don't go to church anymore. And you're thinking, right. you know, holy moly, that was three or four years ago. And you, it's just easy to get in that rut. And you go, but I watched online, so I'm good. You know, I, yeah. I, I want to encourage people to, those that have done that, I want you to ask yourself, it's always a question, ask yourself this question, 
Why did I go to begin with? We're going to go back to what Jesus said about the first commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And if you do that, you're going to want to be around other believers. So why did you go in the first place? And I want to close it out with this. Listen, so many times when it comes to church, and that's what we're talking about, people are not going anymore. And I get that. And as a pastor, here's what I get. Let me say it this way first. Do you think, let me ask you this question, right? Can you go to your bank and withdraw more than you've deposited? Can you? No. You know, if I've got a thousand bucks in a bank, I can't go try to withdraw 2,000. People expect the church for them, and I'm not talking about money, I'm talking about your energy, your time, your heart, your soul to God, right? Right. So we want to not go to church or stop going to church. And then when something epic happens, where's God? Where's the church? Where's this? And here's what I'm going to say. Again, probably going to take some people off. You've made no deposit. How can you make a withdrawal? Oh, well, God's always there. I know he is. But I want you to know that you've got to invest time with God to understand who he is, what's going on in your life, and to have a discernment of good things are happening as a God, bad things are happening as a God. I don't know. So, but if you don't make an investment into God, it's going to be really hard to try to make a withdrawal. And it doesn't even make sense. It makes sense right. when it's explained that way. Yeah, yeah. Or, or when everything's going really well. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? When, we yeah. Had, when we had COVID, you know, I, oh. I was on the end and I was like, this is it. This is how I go. And yeah. why would God do this? You know, it's easy to get in those ruts and think those <laughs> things. So it was nice to, yep. he was, you know, on his death. Oh, I was he dying. Was, he was still... You know, he was just a very good example. Oh, I still us. made the same plea. Uh, but he though. still made the same plea. Oh, I still so made. We're okay, very like, human. We, I'm we, like, God, we, if you know, get me out of this, I will set it with you every go, day yeah. and just yeah. worship you. And yeah, that's not happening. But, but it's about getting that. Yeah. So you said depositing something right. into that. Right. Um, Seek ye first. Seek ye first of God, of God. And all these things. Shall be added unto you. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, Someone fix this. That's right. Someone fix this. First episode. Um, we got through the first five. We had one more, but we wanted we wanted to keep it under twenty minutes at right. least. Sorry, it's about long. thirty minutes yeah. or so. Um, we're really excited to continue this. Um, I we have some ideas for the next couple episodes, but I would love to hear from you guys. Please. Um, some ideas of some questions maybe that you guys have that you've heard that you think are very popular and, and getting a lot of attention. You're going. I'm, I'm not sure. We would love to discuss those with you guys. So please. Uh, Follow us, uh, click the link. This will be uploaded on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. And I appreciate everyone stopping by. Yeah. Uh, everyone have a good day. Bye. No, I, oh. I was on the end and I was like, this is it. This is how I go. And yeah. why would God do this? You know, it's easy to get in those ruts and think <laughs> those things. So it was nice to, yep. he was, you know, on his death. Oh, I was he, dying. Was, he was still... You know, he was just a very good example. Oh, I still us. made the same plea. Uh, but he though. still made the same plea. Oh, I still so made. We're okay, very like, human. We, I'm we, like God. We, if you, you know. get me out of this, I will set it with <laughs> you every go, day. Yeah, and just yeah. worship you. And yeah, that's not. But, but it's about getting that. Yeah. So you said depositing something right. into that. Right. Um, Seek ye first. Seek the ye first of God, God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Right. Yeah. Wow. 
So someone fix this. That's right. Someone fix this first episode. Um, we got through the first five. We had one more, but we wanted we wanted to keep it under twenty minutes. At right. least, sorry, it's about long. thirty minutes yeah. or so. Um, we're really excited to continue this. Um, I we have some ideas for the next couple episodes, but I would love to hear from you guys. Please. Um, some ideas of some questions maybe that you guys have that you've heard that you think are very popular and, and getting a lot of attention. You're going, I'm, I'm not sure. We would love to discuss those with you guys. So please uh, follow us, uh, click the link. This will be uploaded on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. And I appreciate everyone stopping by. Yeah. Uh, everyone have a good day.